Okay, guys, welcome to week three with cough with Madame Baloo, and this is Coffee with a Twist. Tonight, I have a little bit of a surprise for you guys. I was able to get one of my sisters to join in with us to discuss a couple of our topics that we have tonight, as well as uh, touch on a topic from last week. Uh, she really enjoyed that topic and wasn't able to join in with us last week, so she kind of wanted to put her two cents in. So we're going to take about five to ten minutes to discuss that, and then we're going to discuss a couple of the other topics that I have in mind. So hopefully everyone's having a good week. They have their coffee, their tea. I'm drinking coffee tonight without a twist. Um, hopefully you're drinking something with a twist. I had a little bit of a twist earlier when I was eating my crab legs, so... I figure this will be perfect. I have a cardio kickboxing class in the morning. I don't want to be too weighted down. Um, I have my music in the background. Um, this is actually, the artist is actually my mother. Um, don't know what her stage name is. I forget what she goes by. If she goes by Della, I'm not sure. But anyways, um, her name's Molly Austin, and I think she does go by Della. But this is her music in the background that you're hearing. So I'm going to play a couple of her songs um, through this podcast and some future ones. So let's get started. Um, Della Louise, my sister, chimed in. So we're going to get my sister in on this recording here to talk about our topic. So last week's topic was, is love a choice or a feeling? So um, my sister's going to chime in here with her thoughts. I gave you guys my thoughts last week as well as um, read a couple of thoughts that a couple of my sisters and family members chimed in with, but she wanted to come on this podcast and have her voice heard. So let's hear her. Welcome, Melinda. Hello, everybody. So <laughs> I'm sure you heard what I just said. So last week we discussed your topic, which was, is love a choice or a feeling? Mm -hmm. And you weren't able to join us last week, but I was able to, and I don't think I even read what you um, said about it either. So this will be good. It'll be um your response will be something I didn't even read. I read a couple of the other sisters and family members' comments, but not yours. So, all right, are you ready? Do you have your coffee? Do you have your tea? I am drinking twisted tea. Ooh, so she said, forget the coffee. <laughs> We're just going to twist this thing up. Yes. All right. I feel you must have been one of them type of weeks. We'll get yes. into that. We'll get into that. But... All right, let's, we're going to take about like five or 10 minutes to go ahead and finish discussing this topic, um, just to kind of wrap it up. And then we will um, talk about a couple of other things that you're welcome to join us in on. Okay, so my take is that love is a choice. The reason why I feel that love is a choice is because you go through a time of life where you feel, hey, I'm getting older or whatever the case may be, and I should feel a certain way. So then you start 
thinking, oh, I'm going to do this. Or you might be with someone. You might be like, we've been together for a while. I think it's time to go to another level. Not saying that there's no feelings at all there, but in your head, you start thinking like, let me be a certain way. Let me do what my definition of love is. Do you think the choice, so I get what you're saying, no feeling, but do you think it's a choice because I'm going to twist it on you a little. Do you think it's a choice because people make that next step because that's what society tells them and that's what they have seen? Or do you, do you think relationships would be a lot better if they kind of took all the society out and what they've seen and some people are content like Goldie Hawn and her husband they're content with just being boyfriend and girlfriend are you do you think it's society that makes you feel like okay we've been dating five years we have to get married even if they don't want to I completely feel that it's society I feel like everybody wants that white picket fence with the the two kids they husband and a dog like (laughs) I feel like they get into this mindset of I have to be this way so they try to make their mind feel that or think that they feel a certain way that they might not actually feel So the choice gets kicked in is when it's like, okay, well, I have no choice but to do this because that's what I want society to see. That's what I see all the time from the time that I've been a child all the way up until whenever. I could agree with that. I do think, I think we kind of just follow what we think the ideal relationship looks like, even though you're fine with how it is. I think we start weighing down because you see people or hear, oh, you guys been together five years? When you get married or when you haven't, you know, it's that mm-hmm. pressure. So it's like, well, maybe I am doing something wrong and it could be doing everything right. So a lot of times right. in those relationships, they end up, you know, not staying well, let's together. Put another little twist on this. Let's Ooh, say outside. She, she taking over. <laughs> she put the twist on the twist. Okay. Let's say outside of, of um, relationships. What about loving family members or your children? Mm -hmm. So for me, I even feel like those are choices. I don't Mm. feel, I feel, okay, let me rephrase that. I feel like the only time that you might have a feeling of love is when you have a child because that child's coming from you. Mm. But there's also a back and forth with that one for myself because those parents that never wanted to be parents and you can tell from the way that they treat their children. It's one of those things like, well, they might make a choice at some point to say that they love their kids or whatever it means or, or, or treat them, their kids. I would the comment way to want. that to say, I wouldn't label it as the people who didn't want a kid that they um, mainly not treat their child a certain way. If anything, I think, I think it would be more those parents who even, you get the parents that even say, oh, I want to be a mom, want to be a mom and become a mom mm-hmm. and are lousy and don't do anything that they're supposed to do, you know? Okay. So I wouldn't say the person that wouldn't want a kid um, only because I know I didn't want a kid. Yeah. But, my baby. So for you, was that a choice? For you to be like, oh, I love my child, or was it like a feeling that was like came over feeling, you? Like, feeling, feeling all the way. Child. Feeling See, all the I way. Feel for children, it's different. I feel it was a feeling all the way. The choice to, I guess, have him. I guess, to be blunt, 
was the choice. But once I had in my mind that I have a child or will be having a child, it was all feeling from then, I feel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you don't think that your mind was like, okay, I made that choice. Now I have to act in this way because of that original choice that you made. Now, now you think completely feeling? Only to a small degree very small degree the rest was I think I feel like when I was pregnant yeah we bonded but and that was more like that choice factor that you're discussing but once he came that was all feeling it it, it just came it's like oh yeah we're gonna do this I was excited to do that like it's like Mm -hmm. it's no it's no there's nothing there's no sacrifice big enough for my child yeah I agree with that so I'll sacrifice any and everything it just changed um during the pregnancy i feel we had a good bond but after it was like okay whatever you want i don't care (laughs) you know it changed so i I, that's where i i would disagree i would i mean i've seen some situations where a, a child could have been planned and that mother or father i pick one mostly the mothers it's probably a little bias of me to some degree because I feel as being a mom now if you have a child you I mean how can you walk away from that bond is so different compared to the father and the child versus Mm -hmm. the mother and the child it's like how do you leave that I don't feel you can but people do it all the time for whatever reasons I've seen people who wanted a child and still did poorly you know Mm-hmm. So I think it just depends. But so what about like sib- no, siblings or grandparents? Do you think those are feelings or choices? I think to I think it's I think it depends on how you're raised. Okay. I think it depends on how you're raised. I do agree with that. I feel like an example for grandparents. I feel like you do make that choice to love your grandparents, but based off of how you were raised. Because there's those kids nowadays that will be like, oh, it's just an elder. Like, it's not a big deal. Right. I think it's all how you're raised. If your parents, like, really instilled family on you, I think it becomes a feeling because at first, of course, it wasn't your choice. But when you're a baby, nothing's your choice in a sense. Right, right. So as you grow, I feel that feeling is just there because of the way it's instilled in you. That's so you think it's a feeling, not the choice. Yes. Mm. I do feel at some point in certain relationships, it becomes a choice. You can choose to be with your family or without them or certain family members that, you know, and that, but I think that comes with like real life issues that happens. Uh, You've been wronged by them, but you've been crossed by them. And typically with your family, they get more than one chance. So it's typically not one time and you're done. So I think it just depends on the battle that happens within the relationship. That if it changes to a choice or a feeling. Right. Mm. But as an innocent child growing up, it's it's all feeling Hmm. okay that gives me a different perspective i still to a certain extent feel like it's choice nothing's wrong that's why we love this podcast coffee with the twins (laughs) we don't need to agree we just discuss it so it's good all right guys so that kind of helps wraps that up she was really excited about this topic probably because it was her topic (laughs) so we're gonna move on to a couple other little things um 
I won't take up much of everybody's time, but we're going to talk about self-care, self-love. And there's actually something else I want to discuss that came to me today. And I'm glad that you're on the line because I can get your opinion. That way I won't have to read it or just talk about my opinion. But um, with our self-care, I hope people are taking this quarantine time to just love themselves and detox your body and your mind and just enjoy it with family if you can. I know sometimes being around your family or your household too long is crazy. So go out and take a walk by yourself or, I don't know, take a long shower or a long bath, you know, just something, some self-care. I think that's really important right now mentally. Just this is a lot on everybody. The world has changed drastically and we do not know how long this is going to go on, even if we reopen, what's going to happen. So I hope people are trying to stay as sane as they can. So please do self-care, whatever that means for you. Um, for me, I've been doing a lot of exercising here lately, um, trying to eat a little better, um, taking a lot of walks, kind of enjoying my household to a degree, but um uh, Hopefully people are doing that. Melinda, what are you doing for self-care during the quarantine, if at all? Um, let's see. I don't feel like much has really changed with self-care so much. I think the most that I have been doing is trying to take better care of my hair. Okay. Because I had some bald spots. That's, hey. <laughs> hey, Lisa, hey. I've Gotta been be real. keeping it moist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yes, I do take my long, uh, longer showers, mm-hmm. um, and I try to take a bath like once a week or so, just to relax. And that's Hope it. You're taking really. a shower those other days, girl. Of course, I'm taking a shower the other. <laughs> okay, that's 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 why you like once or twice a week, huh? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good self care. You know, that's really important. I think for our mental, to be honest, just because mm-hmm. I mean, this is scary time, especially you know, you worry about yourself, and of course, you love worry about your loved ones, and for anyone that's still going out there, you know, to work and things. So. We are thankful to all of our frontline workers, our delivery drivers, just everybody, because this is hard. As a nation, we need to come together. And I think we are. I think people are, I've seen like on the Nextdoor app, birthday parties and um, graduations, people are doing the drive-bys to like Mm -hmm. say, hey, congratulations, happy birthday. So I think that's good that communities are coming together, trying to, you know, keep everyone's spirits up. So please do that. And hopefully this podcast gives you like, maybe you're in your bathtub right now with a cup of coffee or some wine, taking a bath, listening to me. So this, this is great. I hope you are. But on to one other topic, this will be our last topic for tonight. And um, I had a really good experience today. I spoke with someone and um, she kind of hit something on the head for me. We were talking about work and our um, business adventures and things like that. And um, one of the things that she mentioned to me was, you know, knowing your worth. And again, this can go for anything. But we, when we were talking, we were talking about jobs and things. So um, one thing that I know for me that would be always an issue when I entering entering into the workforce was age, my look, 
I look younger than I am. My voice is very young sounding. Um, you would get these, you know, these responsibilities put on you. And then when you go to ask for that raise, it's like, no, because of, you know, no, because you, you know, aren't old enough or, you know, or you don't have that many responsibilities. You just, you know, can make this, you know, even with a bachelor's degree at that time. So it really made me go and get my master's that way they can't keep trying to put it on, you know, my education. But what she had mentioned was your worth. So, you know, when you go on a job interview or something like that and you see the job description or they tell you the job description and you know, in your head, when they're telling you this is a lot of work or whatever it is and you find yourself, you know, do you find yourself saying, okay, if you know, like the job is really should be 90,000, but you might only ask for 60 because you need the job or you don't want to like sound or seem too cocky to ask for that price, you know, for ask for that 90 K or whatever it is you feel it is. Do you find yourself asking for a lot less a lot of the times just because you're like settling or or the need so we were discussing that and we we're like you know for both of our businesses we were like you know know your self-worth just be direct be straightforward about things because regardless they're going to pay someone that you know and what makes that person better than you when you're offering the same service so i have you on the phone on the line melinda what do you think about self-worth in any re in any stance i mean like i said we were talking about jobs but it could be for anything it could be relationships jobs money just whatever how do you feel about do you see that feel that you've ever put yourself in a situation where you know that you're worth more but you took less or asked for less just because of maybe self-confidence or or um just thinking you weren't worth it or that they wouldn't pay that or whatever um, the situation may be. Yeah, actually. Yes. I mean, for work related purposes, I think the only time that i get cocky is when it comes to childcare okay. because I've been doing it for so long that I'm like, I know what I should be making. So, you know, it's one thing if I'm going to like an actual facility and I'm like, okay, you uh, rather I have, a bachelor's in the field or not does not matter to me. I'm going off of my experience and I've been doing it for 10 plus years, things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So I get a little cocky if I go to like a good. facility. That's good. But if I'm doing like administrative assistant type of work, then mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, well, I know how to do this. I did, I've done this, but I'm not as confident as I am when it comes to like childcare. So That's I might... Good go ahead and be like, yeah, okay, this job might entail something that might be $70,000 worth of work. And I'll be like, I'll do it for 50. Even oh, though wow. I know mm -hmm. that I can make that 70,000 because I'm, you know, I feel like I'm good at it, but I'm not going to be too cocky. Mm -hmm. Relationship wise, of course, you should always know your worth in a relationship with any and with anyone it doesn't even have to be a spouse or it could be a friend if you have this one friend that's constantly asking you for money or something like that and doesn't give you anything not going to stay in return but can't even answer a phone call for you or doesn't call you on a regular basis you should be able to tell that person no i know my worth i'm treating you like 
you are like I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm expecting the same thing in return. But there are times where you don't want to be lonely. You might have this one friend that like, well, they only call when they need something, but at least they call at that time because mm-hmm. maybe you felt, you know, down. They don't mm-hmm. know that you're down because they're not taking the time to talk to you about that. But it's someone to talk to because they want something. So you'll be like, all right, fine. I'll do it this one time. Mm-hmm. or you know something like that so there are times where you don't want to lose friends so but would maybe, you call that a friend or would it be more of acquaintance when what they say a seasoner someone that's in just for that season just for that season I, I can, <laughs> yes they they are a seasonal friend i guess okay seasonal wrong associate. With that. um but you know no one wants to feel lonely no one wants to be that person that's like oh, I'm kicking, giving you the boot, even though they might feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. But then also in that situation, some people might also feel, you know, well, maybe I'm overthinking it. Right. Where, you know, yeah, I know my worth, but maybe I'm just being a little bit over, over compensating for this person. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. we're doing a certain thing and maybe that's not how they feel, you know, so Mm -hmm. I feel like you start second guessing yourself a little bit. That makes sense. Um, as to why you don't know your worth. But yes, you should always know your worth with everything. I've been through little situations where I'd be like, do I, you know, it makes me second guess. Well, mm-hmm. is it really what it is or no? You okay, know? that makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone can relate to this particular topic. So hopefully some people will comment just, you know, for us to read over and just they can have conversations within the comments and things because, um, yeah, I mean, when she said that, you know, she hit it right on the head. I was like, man, I've, I found myself in those situations before, just that the job that I used to work kind of really changed my perspective on it in the sense of, I charge for everything <laughs> when I'm right, at work, yeah. you know, yeah. it used to be sometimes you go into work and you might go in, let's say 20 minutes or 30 minutes before time and you don't even charge it to your time sheet. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm accounting for every moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause let me tell you, they do it for you. You know, they do it to you. So yeah. I have learned to have that self-worth. So I thought that was a pretty good topic to bring up tonight, especially because I knew I wanted to talk about self-care during this quarantine time. And I feel, you know, self-worth goes hand in hand with that because if you know your self-worth, you'll do that, you know, self-care. So, um, I thought that was a pretty good topic. So tonight was kind of like a, a broad night finishing up what we had from last week. And we wanted to t- bring these couple of topics up to you guys. So I think we're going to end it there. And um, next week we'll have another topic, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three, depends on what the topic it is we come up with. Um, feel free to um, throw some topics out there to us so that um, we can review them and pick one for week to week. Um, I always enjoy getting new topics to talk about um, something different than what's in my head. So hopefully you all enjoyed tonight's topic and are finished up with your coffee or your twist as Melinda had. (laughs) And um, thanks for coming in. Well, coming to wherever you are, rather it's your bathroom, <laughs> your couch, your dining room. I'm in my office today um, doing this coffee with a twist. I had to escape, so I escaped here. Um, 
with my coffee. So my feet aren't up on the couch or anything like that, but it will be after this. So <laughs> have a great week. I plan to put another uh, episode out next week uh, as we, this is the third weekend and um, I think people are enjoying it and liking it. We're working out little kinks and who knows, maybe next week I'll have another guest star or multiple. Um, you know, maybe we'll do something where people can call into us and chat as well. So again, we are here to talk about any and everything. It doesn't matter. Just kind of minus the politics. I don't want it to turn all political and I'm not even into that type of stuff, to be honest. So that's kind of where we will end that. Hopefully you all are enjoying the music in the background. Um, again, that's Della Louise, which is my mother. She's an artist, and um, hopefully you're enjoying that sound and the tunes in the back. I know I kind of was. While Melinda was talking, I was in here jamming. So, um, but yeah, we'll stop it there. Have a good night. Enjoy your coffee, and you are here with Madam Baloo.